And hello, everybody. Everybody, hello, and welcome to We Sing It. Yes, it's a weekly podcast that focuses on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? Thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. How you doing, Kevin? How you doing, bro? Good, man. This weather is uh, its weird as fuck, man. It's uh, problematic. It is problematic. We just had a tornado hit in West Palm Beach. Uh, we were under a tornado warning here for two hours. And even in uh, in Miami, we got a tornado warning that was that was in effect for like two hours. So everything is a bit, it's a bit sketchy. Yeah. And, that whole thing about April showers, this has been like the weirdest April I've ever experienced. Yeah, man. Thank God we're out of this month. Have you heard about that whole thing about like uh, April is uh, like a time of like change and shit like that? Have you heard about no. it? No, I don't know. It was some TikTok <laughs> shit. It was some TikTok shit that I saw. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I said, and and every, uh, everybody changes during April. You can either change, go with it, or you can go against it or something like that. And I'm like, oh, and you know, you, you know, my memories doesn't uh, doesn't uh, what really. It ain't working. <laughs> it ain't really working like it used to. So I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what? I always do change in April. I'm like, no, I don't. There's no fucking changes in April. That that fucking happened. So, I, you know, I just wanted to, you know, get a sounding wall to see if, uh, if that shit's ever happened to you. He said, no. I'm like, yeah, it is bullshit. Is it because of that whole, like, uh, spring is, like, the new, like, the new a- after, like after winter and everything starts coming back to life again. It's like a new... Maybe that's what it's supposed to... Like starting to, over. Maybe that's what it's supposed to mean. I, you know what? The worst thing you can do is to go on TikTok on like a web browser or anything where you're not logged in. Because you think that you get crazy shit just being on your account. But when you're browsing on TikTok and you see like some... Like, there's a whole bunch of, like, I didn't know there was witch talk. There's a whole bunch of, like, uh, cat talk. There's there's a whole bunch of You could do bunch of anything and just add talk to it. And people are into it. Because I, I think that video that I was looking at, it was, uh, it was like, some uh, some witch, Wiccan stuff. Oh, so you've been looking at witch talk, bro? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's, uh, I, I didn't like it because I wasn't logged in onto it. Because I don't want that. I don't want that kind of mojo. On uh, on your algorithm, on my algorithm, but yeah, if you want to find something, some interesting shit, all you got to do is uh, log out of TikTok and then browse, and you start seeing some weird shit. Guaranteed. I, you know, it's funny because yesterday I think I, I had I was looking at something. I think it was like a guy talking about like uh, some planet that uh, some astronomers discovered or whatever, mm-hmm. and I left it on for too long, and I put my phone down without. Like swiping the video or closing down TikTok, so that became my whole algorithm. Oh, no. But I I wasn't mad because I was like, yo, this is like really interesting. But then after a while, you're like, all right, I'm over this though. Yeah. Like let's, let's switch it up. And I think the only way you could do that is by like closing the app, opening it back up again. After a while, though, it's just like, all right, man. Like you want to change the channel, but you can't. Does it just run in the background the whole fucking <laughs> time? Because there's some time, there's certain times that I'm uh, I'm on a live. Like, and I close out the app and, you know, I go to sleep and I wake up and the fucking live still seems like it's on a little bit. And I'm like, but, the, but then it just cuts right out. Like, it'll just cut out and, oh, the person is no longer live anymore. But I'm like, yo, were you just like on this whole time? This person got my view count, even though I wasn't really viewing. And speaking of live. Mm. We went to go see Batman. What a transition. Yes, that was, that was a nice <laughs> tranny right there. <laughs> 
Wow. My bad. <laughs> yeah, we went to go see Batman live and it perform uh Batman with the scores in front of a live uh, I'm about to say live studio audience. We were the live studio audience, yeah. but it was uh it was scored by a live uh orchestra. That's what it was. And it was fucking amazing. We saw it at the James L. Knight Center, which is like that's a staple in uh, Miami. A lot of people have performed there, and um, it was a sight to see. Yeah, that that James L. Knight Center needs some updating though, because those chairs were uh, those chairs were very vintage. Were were <laughs> vintage. The the lights that they had that was just so you can see where your seat number was was dim. They need like a uh, changing. You can see that. I mean. Those were fucking halogen lights, and we need to. <laughs> we're in the age of LEDs. LEDs yeah. Can you please? Can you do me a kindness and put in some fucking LED lights because uh, those lights weren't bright enough. Not only that, I guess people in back in the day were a lot smaller. Oh those hell chairs. yeah, yeah, they were way smaller. I mean, pe- people who were born in like like fifties, uh, sixties, and seventies were like five two. <laughs> everybody was. Everybody could have been casted in the Hobbit. <laughs> Who were born at there? Because man, it was something. But the show, uh, the show was great. Um, what what was awesome is that obviously because there's a live orchestra, the the volume of the music is is louder. Um, but it adds more depth to especially those epic moments where like I think the most noticeable or recognizable song from the Batman is that bum 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 and and to hear that live was yeah. added a, a, a lot of power to the scenes and there were times where i was more focused on the orchestra and i forgot that the movie was playing and then there were times where i was watching the movie and i forgot that the orchestra yeah. was there and i was just like damn man this music's really good oh yeah that's right there's a full-on orchestra the full-on fucking orchestra it was like it was really loud. It was like I can hear this person speak a little bit. So, oh wait, but because I'm not here for the actual movie, <laughs> I'm here for the orchestra. I'm like, oh, they're they're doing a great job. That, but you know what gets me? That one fucking scene where, uh, which is the baddest scene in the whole fucking movie, where uh, Batman flips a, a penguin's car yeah. and he's walking towards the the car. Which in my mind, I'm like, oh, okay, so he's walking upside down. It's a dope ass shot because you know he's a bat. You know, so it's cool for him to be upside down. But the thing that gets me is that I think they they held it too long because rather than cutting to, you know, them interrogating Penguin, they had you see Batman walking towards the car and then he ducks underneath like this to to get Penguin. But I was like, what? We don't need that. That That's just like. It's not cool to see somebody like, oh, yeah, you know right? what? Yeah, I you the, okay down there. <laughs> the first time I saw the movie, I thought the same thing. I was like, yo, that walk, yeah, is so intimidating. They yeah. should have just cut to the next shot and him, him ducking. It was like, hey, you seem to be in a little fender bender, <laughs> bud. <laughs> you okay? Like, yeah, that shit was. It, it's still like it gets me, man, because. I think they should just cut it out. You just see him walking, and they should just cut out to you seeing the reaction of Penguin because uh-huh. his reaction is so fucking, like, he's terrified because, bro, like, um, he shot this guy. This guy was down. He was about to go get him, and he see that uh, uh, Batman's not there. He's in the fucking car. The car is chasing him down. They're, they're being ch- he's being chased on the fucking busiest fucking highway that I've ever seen. That, that, that is the busiest street 
uh, chase I've ever seen in my life. It was like they were on the fucking Palmetto. And what type of car was Penguin driving that was, got uh, him away so fuck like that was actually going faster than a muscle car that had a jet turbine on the back? Was that like an Aston Martin? Like, was he driving? Uh, it, to be honest, James it looked Bond's like he car? was driving a uh, a regular, uh, uh, like a Kia Optima, a, a Chevy, <laughs> like one of those Chevrolet. Uh, what you call it? Like the ones that were in the Matrix, the Chevy Volt. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck he was driving, but he was he was keeping up with them. You would think that Batman would have caught his ass a long time ago, but he didn't. It was you know what they blame it on the traffic in the rain. Uh, apparently, he's a great. Not only he's a. a Bruce Wayne is a marksman. By the way, spoiler alert: Batman is Bruce Wayne. Not only that, he's a marksman. He's a he's a the greatest martial artist. He's also a great driver as well. And he was taught all this by a Butler. Crazy! It's amazing. That I mean, you would think that with all that money, they would hire these professionals to train him. To but no, nah, it was just the butler. Just the the butler, butler did it on his time off. Like, hey, um, you doing anything right now? Here, let me let me let me show you how to drive a car. Let me show you how to drive, boy. You got you here. <laughs> We're gonna soup up this car, so you're gonna be able to drive faster than normal. You're gonna be able, you're gonna be going like 160 miles an hour. But hey, the 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 road, the it's just the car's just gonna hug the road, so you can just. Nicely turned. So, oh yeah, you, your tail might hit a car, but rather than sk- skirting all over the fucking place, you're just gonna ah, and catch it. Nice, I got you, bro. I, I'll teach you how to drive. A butler. But I would love to see more <laughs> movies like this. Um, Star Wars was like another big one that we wanted to do, but we found out that it actually already passed. Yeah, I would love to see like the Halloween movies, like hearing that yeah like live and shit i don't know if they really if they've ever done this before but i would like to they do do this with uh han zimmer like they show you the best of han zimmer and uh while they're playing it they show the scene of the movie yeah but they don't do that down here they do that in california they don't do that down here which is it's upsetting yeah but i get it you know what i mean i guess there's more uh movie and TV fanatics in California than there than there are in uh, the rest of the world. You know what I mean? I guess. But for the people in Los Angeles that plan these events, mm-hmm. look, you got an open market down here in Florida. You're a hoe. It's not, it's not saturated over here. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You got fans over here, too. Or, I mean, I guess we could just get the Miami Orchestra to see if they could do it. Like, Can you play Hans Zimmer's? Like, just the greatest hits. You know what I mean? And we'll we'll just pull some clips from uh, from the from the internet, from YouTube. I would, in the background. If I had to pick a composer, I'd probably do John Williams. John Williams, like, do the Star Wars stuff. He did, mm-hmm. like, the original Superman theme, Jurassic Park, E.T. I would love to see that. I would pay money to see that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a, a composer that I would do, but I only know uh, Hans Zimmer and uh, John Williams. Well, there's also Tim Burton. Uh, not Tim Burton. Danny Elfman, who does the Tim Burton movies. So, like, he's got, like... Um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Batman, um, like the like um, what's that? Sweeney Todd, Sweeney Todd, Sweeney Todd, uh, but like Edward Scissorhands, and you know, you know, I would like to like see uh, if I have to go off of directors' uh, pieces of work, and I would like to see like an orchestra done. Um, maybe Wes Anderson. He does a lot of orchestra stuff, a lot of score and stuff. I would like to see his uh, his movies, but there's there's not really a. Um, 
the score is not really a real big element to me in the Wes Anderson movie. It's more of the cinematography. I think I think in order to for them to really stand out that orchestra, they would have to like set up as if it was a Wes Anderson movie yeah. where they face the audience yes. directly yeah. centered. And the only seats that they're that they're selling are the center row seats because everything has to be like like it has to be so like mathematically uh, accurate. That every there's no seats that are on like uh, the sides or the bleachers or anything. Everything is center. It would feel awkward, just like a Wes Anderson yeah. movie. And you have to be dressed like that. You have to be dressed awkwardly. I'm talking about you got to be dressed to the fucking nines, to the nines. Button up everything with the little bow tie. That's that's smaller than your goddamn neck. Because have you have you been seeing the 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 people been doing the Wes Anderson edits on uh, TikTok? No, that's a thing. Yeah, man, it's it's a pretty dope ass thing. Like people are, uh, it starts off by saying, "You're not gonna Wes Anderson. You're not gonna Wes Anderson um, your day in the life going to the museum." And then you just see you hear the Wes Anderson music, and the people just like they stand there, boom, and then you see another shot of them at the museum with, with like a picture frame right here, but they're standing right here, like so it's off. And then you see it's it's amazing. Everybody should take a look at it. It's uh. It's the best piece of TikTok that I've seen like in the last two weeks. It's the coolest thing. He's coming out with a new movie. They just released uh, the trailer recently. Yeah, it's a movie uh, called Asteroid City. Yeah, uh, Margot Robbie's in it, right? Yeah, Margot Robbie, Tom Hanks, Maya Hawk. Yeah, yeah. And it, it looks just like all his other movies. Yeah, but you know what? What's a Wes Anderson movie? What's what's a series that you would think uh, Wes Anderson wouldn't do, but you would like to see him try? Because I, I saw somebody, an AI, made Star Wars in the form of Wes Anderson, and that was pretty cool. So it would have to be something that doesn't already look like Wes Anderson. That doesn't. Heat with Robert De Niro and Pacino. <laughs> Damn, bro. Oh, my God, bro. That fucking... That bank heist? That bank heist would be so beautiful. And the shootout. Oh, my God. Because you, do you remember the shootout that... uh uh, uh uh, what's that dude's name? In uh, what you uh, Life Aquatic, the shootout that uh, what's that? Not Chevy Chase. What's the uh, fuck? Bill Murray? Bill Murray had when there were just bullets just whizzing by him, hitting stuff, and he was standing in one spot just doing this pow, pow, pow with the little pea shooter. No, it'll be a ama- oh man. That or like the Fast and Furious. <laughs> People will actually be calling the cinema. It's just all. Oh, this is cinema. This is beautiful. This is a, a a work of art. Oh my god, dude! The Medea movies. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. It it'll be it'll be such a culture shock to add both of them to the mix. It'll be like everybody will will will. I think we'll, we'll solve uh, racism. Dare I say it? World peace. World peace. For at least a week. <laughs> For at least a week. Before it gets on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> until, until like Netflix will be like, oh, we're going to turn into a, a series. Not get Wes Anderson nor Tyler Perry. They'll just get like these other two uh, like uh, up and coming directors and then they'll just ruin the whole thing. And then we're back that square one. Just like that. It'll, it'll be <laughs> it'll be fucking amazing. But yeah. Uh, I think that'll be that'll be pretty cool. Uh, Wes Anderson eyes movie series. 
Um, the Mandalorian recently ended uh, their latest season. What did you think of uh, overall of the last um, season? I thought this season was it was on par with uh, last season. I really, I, w- I want to say that this season was uh, it was really action packed. Uh, I know that uh, you were saying that oh you know there was um there was a lot of like quest like <laughs> a lot of side quests about him having to go here him having to go here it's like it's not about him having to raise Grogu or what's the name what's the name now DJ Gorgu or something <laughs> whatever his fucking name is now I forgot uh, but yeah man but I really enjoyed uh, every bit of it I even like the the. The one uh, episode that had Lizzo in it, when they were on a, it was like a, a detective crime story. There yeah, with uh, Lizzo and uh, Jack Black. And Jack Black. Christopher Lloyd, the return of Christopher yeah. Lloyd from Back to the Future. Um, I think uh, I, it, it it looked obvious that they were being more experimental with this season. There was that one episode about the dude with the glasses um, that was like a he was like an expert in cloning and like the whole episode was focused on him, mm-hmm. which was uh, interesting. Um, I don't know how I felt. I, I don't know how I felt. Um, I do. I actually do think that there were less quests on this season. It looked like they were trying to like they were trying to like steer away from that. Like there was the whole episode with like him going to the waters to like redeem himself and mm-hmm. all of that. Like I actually did enjoy that. Um, but I don't know. I think, uh, I, I, I think the, the season finale for season two was so epic that this one kind of, I don't, I don't know if it ex- exceeded those expectations or lived up to them. Like the whole thing with like Luke Skywalker coming back and like, that was so big and like yeah. the return oh, of Boba shit. Fett, that I think they set the bar so high with that season two finale that this one was like, all right, it wasn't bad, but I don't know. I, I think I was expecting something just a little bit more epic. I really did think you that. You didn't like the fight that was at a. Uh, um, the fight was cool the, with with all the Bo-Katan, Mandalorians. Yeah, and, with Bogotan and uh, was that Moth Gideon? I, I I think the fight was big, but I think I saw so many TikToks with like the return of Luke Skywalker that people were like making such a big deal about it that this one I think people were just like eh. yeah yeah that 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 uh Luke Skywalker entrance matched his father's energy when uh yeah. when in he Rogue one. in Rogue One it was like I remember there was a comparison about there was like a video like a side by side video of Luke taking down these uh these uh, robots and uh Anakin my bad Call him his government name, uh, Darth Vader taking down the, the the rebels, and it was like the the, the energy was matched with right. the whole like Luke Skywalker not using his lightsaber and just squeezing one of those fucking robots, and you just see his arms tuck in like that. I was like, oh man, that is fucking phenomenal. That was just like it was beautiful, uh, beautiful TV yeah. to be watching that shit. But the the fight with Bo Katan, I think it, it was. Uh, it was on par with it. And on top of that, Daquan, when he was, uh, that one scene where he told the robot to release the the doors one at a time, and he had to go. Oh, yeah. That shit reminded me of the raid. Oh, yeah. When he was just having to go, like, boom, all right, open up the next door. And he just constantly had to keep on going. I was like, yo, this, I said, bro, you can have a whole episode of just this right here. <laughs> And I'm with it, bro. I am definitely uh, with it. 
I saw that shit and I was I was I was like, yeah, man. I'm like, let me get in there, man. <laughs> oh, let me hit somebody. <laughs> that shit was fun, bro. No, that shit was dope. Mm-hmm. I, I I am trying to understand though. What's up with those shields? Because I remember in Star Wars Episode why? One, yeah, like what what is the purpose that those shields? Like, what did they serve? Like, why so many? I remember <laughs> in Star Wars Episode One when Obi Wan was trying to like fight Darth Maul and he had to wait, and I'm just like. They they it's, turn it's, off it's for like separation. ten seconds and then they go like that and it's I'm heat, just like it's heat separation. Oh, <laughs> that's a good question though. That's a that's a great question to say. Why? Because it's cool looking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's what the architect was saying. They they asked the question. Yo, why you put all these shields here? He said, Yo, yo, because it's cool looking. You have two guards in each shield, room. and they're just staring at each other. It's aesthetically. It looks beautiful. I thought those were robots that were turned off. At first, I'm like, oh, these are just robots. They're not going to do anything. If you just open up all the gates and walk by, like, those are humans. Can you imagine that fucking shift? Fuck, man. I remember in Star Wars Episode One. I think it, it did look cool because you had Darth Maul, like, just angry, like, yeah. waiting for that Bro, shield. He even and then hit one of the shields with yeah. his fucking like, lightsaber. Come on, man. And, like, then, <laughs> and then Liam Neeson was like, nah, I'm just going to meditate and wait until the yeah. doors open up. That, that was pretty dope. Um... But yeah, I, I am excited to see what they're gonna do in the in the next season. Hopefully, we get like a taller Grogu that can uh, actually walk he instead of doing too, the. He ages too slow, man. <laughs> that robot body thing that uh, he looked like uh, the villain off of uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I, the, the little uh, brain. I was brain. waiting. Yeah, I was waiting for a TikTok to do like audio of that, or. Uh, Sigourney Weaver and aliens like, uh, don't you touch her, you bitch, or whatever. <laughs> like, add that audio. Like, I think I'm just gonna have to do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> don't you touch her, you bitch. I think is that what she says, or I think it's like get your hand off of no, her. That's, or like, uh, that's uh, Planet of the Apes. <laughs> get your sticky paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Which is by far, it's still funny to me, man. Because if you're thinking about like. If you're a human being and you're over here trying to t- tie down some uh, some apes and the ape speaks to you and you see the you see the guy go like the fuck <laughs> get your stinking paws off me you damn dirty ape it's the same fucking energy which uh, the we've had the same energy don't you touch her you bitch the fuck <laughs> oh my god man that shit is good yeah. But Grogu in his no, because he only knows how to say no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, no. I think that's what I'm going to do when he presses the button. It's going to be Sigourney <laughs> Weaver's voice. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Oh, my God. Him in that Mac was funny, especially when he was running away, when when they told all the Mandalorians. <laughs> I would be terrified because I would be like, yo, this thing is not moving fast. It ain't moving. <laughs> moving fast. What the fuck is this? Everybody oh. else is running. You could only walk fast. Yeah. You're like, oh, no, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, but I did like the fact that we actually got a chance to see uh, those guys in the red who were in. Um, oh, yeah. the I think they were called Praetorian Guards or something like yeah, that. Um, we actually got a chance to actually see them work and, and once not again, get their ass killed. Well, they did get their ass killed. Yeah. In the- <laughs> After a while, it's like, dude, what, what, what purpose do they really serve? Because... Uh, they can't, they can't they can't win against Mandalorians. They can't really win against Jedi. What are you paying them they for? They can be one Mandalorian though. 
Yeah. The hater. The hater Mandalorian. Uh, you know, to be honest, I didn't think he was going to die, but as soon as I saw that, um, oh, at, you know, you, you ever get that, like, there's that moment where the the guy who was the bad guy, he comes to his, uh, he's like, oh, you know what, I I had this rec- uh, recollection that, uh, not recollection, whatever the fuck I was trying to say. Like an epiphany? Epiphany that, you know what, you guys are cool. As soon as that shit happens to the person who was your antagonist, off rip, off, oh, this guy's going to die. He had a whole arc. Yeah. This dude is most definitely going to fucking die. That's how he die. redeems himself. Yeah. And what happened? He, I mean, he died gloriously. I didn't. I don't know what, how those swords work. They can just go inside your body but not burn you? What is it? I don't, I don't get how those shits work. I, I'm not a, a Star Wars fanatic. I'm just uh, I'm a fan of the, of the work, but I'm not a fanatic that I'm willing to dive in deep <laughs> into like the lore and shit like that. So as far as I know, those things are magic. Just like everything else, it has the force built into it, kind of shit. Star Trek, Star Trek nerds are like that. They, they. I remember when I was in middle school, there was a kid that was a Star Trek kid, a Trekkie, and he had, yeah, he was a Trekkie, and he had a book. So, like, Star Wars has those bo- those really cool books about the cross sections of every vehicle, where like they show you like what the vehicle really looks like dissected, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But the Star Trek <laughs> one is 10 times the size and it literally explains what every button does and i was just like nah, that's too much that you gotta chill no way you gotta fucking chill that that that's annoying that's obnoxious <laughs> every fucking button it's like every like oh this but this is like a fan-made thing right or is it it has to be because there's no way that the creator fucking they just said yep all right <laughs> is, is this canon yeah, I guess <laughs> I'm not reading this. Go ahead, <laughs> make it canon. I don't, I don't give a fuck. But uh, I, I have heard that there's more uh, things in Star Trek that actually came into like reality. Like we have, there's more uh, fiction made into reality mm. in Star Trek than there is in Star Wars. Which is, I mean, I can see that since uh, Star Wars is more of like a a spiritual journey compared to Star Trek. Yeah. Like, Star Trek seems like it's more of, like, a technical kind of thing. Like, oh, we, we deal with, uh, you know, buttons and whistles, beep, beep, boop, boop, zero binary shits. And Star Wars is more like, hey, how do you feel? <laughs> Star Wars seems like it's more, if, like, if they were siblings, Star Wars is most definitely the hippie of the family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, one thing that happened in the series that I'm surprised that didn't get, uh, that didn't become big is when uh daquan said uh the whole thing about like oh i'm sorry i don't i don't speak binary he said that to the robot that was going to open up the gate because the robot was talking to him he said oh i'm sorry i don't speak the binary and i thought that shit was going to pick up i'm like oh th- this shit right here i'm most definitely gonna i'm gonna see this shit on tiktok and nobody yeah I don't, but, I'm, but now that you said it yeah. now it's gonna happen so i'm sorry do you speak binary i, I guess i guess so I don't know. <laughs> ones and zeros? Or are you just talking about like uh like he them, they, they them? Yeah. I think it was I think it was a pretty cool uh what you call it, forced meme, but it, it didn't fly. It didn't fly with the culture. That could have been like the first canceled character on Star Wars. <laughs> I don't about speak by What's his fucking name? Dejan? Dejan? <laughs> What the fuck is his name, bro? Um, Dejarin. Dejarin. 
<laughs> Mandalorian. What is? What but there is a lot of uh, there's a lot of more cool stuff that's coming. I think our way from Star Wars from the yeah. whole Star Wars thing. Uh, Star Wars Universe, we got the Ahsoka trailer, which looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like they're going to finally show Grand Admiral Thrawn into the, they're going to throw him into the series, which I, I know a lot of people have been waiting for. Um, there's also the TV show, The Acolyte, that's coming to to Disney Plus, and that's supposed to take place even before episode one. Like, it's supposed to be like the old school Jedi, the old school Republic, which hopefully... Wait a minute, are you for real? Yeah. Which hopefully... What's great is like okay, so we're we're going before the Skywalker saga. So this is going to be like Old Republic, Old Republic, but hopefully we can see that old school style of Jedi fighting that we saw like in Episode One, where they all look like ninjas and shit, instead of like the whole uh, uh, like you're going to see like flipping in the air. And yeah, because um, the, the the thing that I like about that is that um, we we, we spoke about it uh, last week. Uh, the week before when we were on uh, the podcast with uh, the shout out to the guys from uh, Maestro um, that the cinematography for the for the the Star Wars Old Republic or the the Republic video games are so like well so so impressive yeah. and it's because you're not only seeing uh, like blue and green lightsabers. You're also seeing a shitload of reds. So yeah. you got to imagine like uh, the scene that was in um, the original Star Wars where you were just talking about where you only seeing like there, there was that wide shot and you seeing that uh, like six or seven Jedi going against robots in the in the in the pit. Imagine seeing that amount of like red lightsabers as well. Yeah. So you're seeing like. An army of Jedi, and you see an army of uh, Sith. Because at that point, they didn't have the, oh, no, they're weak, there can only be one. And there's an apprentice. There yeah. was never like that. It was like, no, no, we have our own people, and we're just going to go at you. So it's going to be fucking dope. I, yeah. I can just imagine. And also, like, the the original trilogy, I think it it was supposed to be like, oh, no, this is like, like after the golden age, like everything is run down and dirty. Mm-hmm. And so like, I think this is going to be the opportunity to see like, Oh, this is what it used to be like, like Camelot, like the, the old school, oh my God, like yeah. everything was like castles and, and, and everything looked but glossy still... and space travel. Yeah. I think, but I think the ships looked more pristine probably. And instead of like the millennium Falcon, that was like, it looked like it was covered in oil all the time and shit and grind. I'll tell you and, one thing from that, rust. uh, <laughs> That solo movie, how the Millennium Falcon used to look compared to what he did to it now, you fucked up, man. <laughs> like, damn, dude. Can, can you imagine if you made that, if you let him borrow that shit? Like, dude, if I was fucking, uh, what's that dude? Uh, um, Billy, so- D, Billy D. Williams, I yeah. forgot his name. What's the character's name? Uh, well... Oh, uh, like Lando Calrissian? Lando Calrissian. Yeah. If I was him and I saw what fucking Han Solo did to that shit, I would be pissed, bro. Han Solo's that guy that when he says, like, yo, can I borrow your car? You're like, no, nah, I'll drive. I'll, <laughs> I'll drive. Because that motherfucker is going to dog your shit. <laughs> and then he's going to give you the keys and not even tell you. And then as soon as you ask him, what the fuck happened? Why is it, Why is my car making that noise? Like, what are you talking about? And he's always going to give you your car back with an empty tank. Yeah. He's never going to fill it up. <laughs> He would toss you your key with your hubcap, like, all right, here you go, man. Hey, there's something wrong with uh, that wheel of yours. Like, the fuck is this? Where's my car? 
I told you something was wrong with the wheel. <laughs> my fuck my car at? Dude, I can see him being that guy, man. <laughs> Shooting first. <laughs> <laughs> He's that dude, bro. Him and his fucking dog. <laughs> but yeah, we got the acolyte coming. The cast looks really good. And then um, the dudes that directed uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, it's confirmed that they're going to do a couple episodes of another show called The Skeleton Crew. So I, I'm pretty excited to see what what uh, what Star Wars has in mind. Hopefully, Kathleen Kennedy can. I've been hearing all these stories of like her like stepping on people's toes and like hopefully she can like back off a little bit. There was a story I don't know how true it is of her like I think she was so involved in the Mandalorian that John Favreau was like, "Yo, you need to back off." Like seriously, like stop meddling with this shit. We got it. Like you see, but I, I hear those things and I'm like. Are they true? Because I, I don't hear the same thing that goes for, like, because usually when you hear that kind of stuff, that means the person just stepping away. Like, yeah. uh, the director or the showrunner is just like, oh, I'm out. Like, oh, uh, uh, what well, creative differences. That's what yeah. they call it. They say, oh, uh, this person. But, there, uh, but there's been away. a lot of people that have quit or quit or, like, the the series just no longer wants them part of it and then. There's a lot of that, that that whole like oh yeah I'm no longer part of the project because it mm-hmm. created differences like remember Solo was originally directed by the guys who did the Lego Movie and they got fired halfway through and brought in um, Ron Howard to fix it and he really didn't fix it <laughs> like I want to know what he did to it like I just want to know what what like where where did his changes go but well they had to like reshoot a lot of the movie yeah. when he came on board yeah cuz I, I know that uh uh one of the actors uh passed away now he was supposed to be the villain and yeah. then they got a new got a new person to take his spot because it's like oh I, I can't make these days cuz I'm I'm on something now he's on he was on something uh totally different than uh the which the Han Solo movie which sucked because uh you know, they was they were saying like his role as the villain was uh remarkable and I mean now we can't see it. Unless there's like some behind the scenes or anything like that, but yeah. Um crazy. and then in other news, uh it was announced Harry Potter is having their own series now. Yeah, man. Each season is gonna be a book. So basically They listen to me, bro, when I was talking about, yo man, I can see this thing being a, a TV show. But you know it's it's a it's a this is a double H, double S short sword for real because, like, the creator of Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling, is a for to make a uh, long story short, she's pretty much a turf and a piece of shit, right? But what she left behind, her legacy of Harry Potter, is still it still touches people's heart. I mean, there's still like rides at a universal that people can go to and stuff like that. And, but people are slowly trying to like, like tarnish her, her, her legacy because, uh, you know, she funds something that's not inclusive of uh, a lot of people, but the creators of the new Harry Potter, uh, things who take it, who, who has taken her IP are trying to, what you call it, like trying to be uh, inclusive with uh, the IP that she already has. Like the new Harry Potter video game, there is a, a, a trans uh, woman who is in the game. And to be honest, I was like, oh, I didn't know they, that they added this kind of stuff. And I'm thinking that they're probably going to do the same thing to the TV show. But 
they, they said the TV show is going to be like uh, six. It's going to be like six uh, seasons, and they're going to make it more book accurate. So um, <laughs> me personally, I'm like, oh, I don't think they're going to do that at all. So it's going to be book accurate, and she's going to be she's going to have her hands in it. I don't think she's going to. I don't think it's going to be uh, inclusive at all. I think it's going to be ex- exclusive. It's going to be like some uh, some turf shit. Do they sign a ten year deal? Ten years? I thought it was six seasons. Oh my Ten god! Ten year deal, yeah. Because how many books were there? I think there was like seven or eight. But the thing is, they're probably gonna do like what they did with The Walking Dead, where it's like, oh, we're gonna release half of the season, take a break, and then release the second half. Like it'll take up like more than a, like I think each book will take up more than a year. Because that's a lot, dude. That that's a lot to film. Because those books are thick. <laughs> those books are really fucking thick. Like look at what they look at what they did with Game of Thrones with just one of the books. How long ago did Harry Potter come out? Was it like in 20, 2010? Early to bro before that, dude. I saw the first movie when I was in high school. Like 2000, 2001. No way. This movie came out in 2001. Saw my freshman year. This movie came out in two thousand one, and the first Harry Potter came out in two thousand one. And when was uh, that? Was the that was the last year that uh, Lord of the Rings came out? Correct. The last? No, dude, that was the beginning. I remember watching Return of the King when I was in two thousand three, two thousand four. Holy shit! The Fellowship came out in two thousand one. Harry Potter came out in two thousand one as well. Both of these movies dropped at the same time, but that was bro. That that year was full of uh, fantasy. I don't want to sound corny, but there was a lot of fantasy <laughs> in the theaters. I thought, you know, to be honest, I thought uh, in my in my mind, I thought as soon as Lord of the Rings ended, Harry Potter like nah. like uh, it, it was like oh, okay, we have something up. We have another trilogy. Coming out, kind yeah. of thing. Now, between, bro, between 2000 and 2005, dude, it was like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and Twilight all took over. Like, I remember it was like, yo, which franchise do you want to jump on? And I remember, like, I jumped on the Lord of the Rings bandwagon because I was like, well, t- you know, Harry Potter's more for, like, younger kids. Twilight was more for girls. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll jump on Lord of the Rings. And then... I remember going to the bookstore and buying the books just so that I could learn more about it. Mm-hmm. I read The Hobbit, and then after that, I was like, "No, nah, I'm good." And you know what's crazy? <laughs> I think we're just having a, a what you call a resurgence of all this because there's a Twilight TV show that's in the works too. There's now, a Twilight TV show. Lord of the Rings is on Amazon. Yeah. Now we're getting Harry Potter. We're getting Harry Potter. Bro, so we have to- three. We have three of these things. You know, for all these young kids that keep making fun of our generation bro your generation just keeps doing sequels and bringing our stuff back to life like we're yeah. the ones that brought out all this stuff into we the limelight blame, we can't blame the, the 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 gen z for that you gotta blame uh we, i think the blame is back on us the, who are the execs doing this but there are but, but this generation isn't making anything new to steal the spotlight yeah they are they got the challenges and the dances and dabs. They dab. Oh, that's an insult right there, bro. That's, that's insult, an insult. Dude. They yeah, dab. Man. Yeah, dude. And they eat pa- uh, Tide Pods and yeah, stuff bro. like that. <laughs> that's what they're doing, man. They're, they're, they're busy on TikTok doing Tide Pods and being like, 
making fun of Jen. They they busy making fun of millennials and stuff like that because the way that we we shoot videos because we're always. Oh, we, you guys shot horizontal. We we, <laughs> we hit record. We pause. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Rather than being like, "Yo, what's going on?" I'm in the I'm in this thing right here. Whatever that shit is, <laughs> doing all that other shit, you know, all that other kind of stuff. But yeah, man, I mean, it, it, it's it's just like it, it's nostalgia Olympics, and right now we 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 up one. As soon as Gen Z uh, ends up being uh, the age of uh, the ripe old age of thirty something, nostalgia is going to be uh, all on you. Everything's going to be marketed towards you guys, and at that point. Uh, I'm trying to think what is it that they have that um, oh it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be all those uh, Cartoon Network TV shows like um, Adventure Time and all that other kind of shit. Well, actually, no, because Adventure Time just got uh, <laughs> re-released on HBO and they're making new episodes of that. Uh, it's gonna be all those other. I don't know because everything it seems like everything is just being like rebooted and remade. Mm-hmm. And recast it for like a, a brand new audience. Dude, they just announced Nothing fucking Dodgeball. They're doing a sequel to Dodgeball. No way, really? They just announced it. Uh, I think it was last night. It, and and, it, and it's gonna it be with it's gonna be with Vince Vaughn and Ben Stiller. Is, there, is Vince Vaughn directing it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if he's directing, but he's in the movie. Did he direct the first one? I think he did. No, he didn't. I don't think he directed it. <laughs> Joey, Jody loves Chachi, bro. <laughs> that movie. It's so fucking good. I know they say that there's a lot of movies that uh they made back in the day and you can't make right now. Dodgeball is one of those movies that you can most definitely make that. If that movie did not come about come out in the early two thousands, they could remake that movie right now and it will fucking it will take over. It will take over. That shit is fucking hilarious. If you guys have never seen the movie uh Dodgeball, that is a movie that you should most definitely see. That is um there's nothing but winners in that movie. <laughs> Even he, I got the DVD of that movie, and um, in the DVD, there's a there's the alternative ending, which was supposed to be the original ending, and they lose. And the director says why he wanted that ending, and it was because he said, "Yeah, these guys are losers," and it's just supposed to show that okay, like <laughs> even even if you try your hardest and you do everything right, you can still end up you can still end up being a loser. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. And wow. you know, at, and I was like, "Holy shit!" But you know, uh, people didn't like that ending, and they made it so the actual of um, the what you call the bad guys end up losing kind of thing. But the cool thing about the cool thing about the original ending is that the losers ended up losing, but Vince Vaughn's character ended up putting money on the winning team, so he ended up making the money. The dude that directed Dodgeball is the same guy that directed uh, We're the Millers. And oh, he was, and he was originally supposed to replace Edgar Wright to re- direct Ant Man, and he turned it down. I don't know. If, I don't know if that would have. I don't know. I, I still think that Edgar Wright should have directed. Uh, I don't give a fuck. I think Edgar Wright did direct Ant Man because his his fucking DNA is all over that fucking first yeah. movie. All over that fucking first movie. That that whole little dialogue that uh I forgot Ant Man's friend what's yeah. his name uh where it, the whole dialogue that he has when he's trying to de- describe stuff that is fucking Edgar Wright right yeah. there that is that is all him 
I and I'm not sure. I haven't really looked at the credits, but if Edgar Wright's name is not on like written by, like on the on that fucking credits list, he need. There's a lawyer that needs to be involved somewhere because yo, that is Edgar Wright all over the fucking place. Yeah, and the camera movement. Even all him. even the awkwardness between Paul Rudd and that detective, the the cop, yeah. when he's like, uh, like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll see you, I'll, I'll catch I'll see you later. You, I'll catch you later. And he's like, oh, where, how? And yeah, it's just how? like, oh, you want to get something to eat? Or yeah, something? like that awkwardness was like, I felt like I was watching Scott Pilgrim for yeah. a second. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is good. Speaking of fucking Scott Pilgrim, yeah, dude, this is the, nothing but transitions, yeah. bro. And we're talking about fucking nostalgia. And how everything that we used to like, they want us to like it again. But since we got more money, they want us to fucking spend more money on the shit. Scott Pilgrim has been picked up by Netflix, and they're turning it into a TV series. And Kevin was the person who broke this news to me. They're getting the original fucking cast from the movie that dropped in 2012. And to, Edgar Wright is also returning. And Edgar Wright is, I don't think he's the showrunner. No, I he's think producer. he's producer. He's producing yeah. it. So and it's a TV series. Is it animated series? It's uh, animated. It's animated so the cast is coming back as voice actors. As voice actors. So it's going to be just just buckle up. <laughs> buckle the fuck up. It's gonna be uh I don't know how many seasons it's gonna have. Uh, I'm thinking it's gonna be a mini series, probably gonna be one season, but the original creator of uh Scott Pogram is also uh uh on the, the billing as well. So I'm 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 really excited about this. One of the biggest things that made that movie, I think, so enjoyable was the editing. Yeah. If they could edit the cartoon show the way they edited the movie, that would be awesome. Because it was so fast-paced. That's what kept you, like, at the edge of your seat and kept you entertained. It did things that we've never seen in, like, uh, uh, cinema before. I mean, we've we've seen it, but we've never seen it to that extent with, like... uh, I, I don't know. I call it dynamic editing. The the whole thing was just like it. it the thing it, it, it blended uh, uh, editing with actual practicals. Yeah. Like it was like oh said well was that person really there? So yeah, that person was really there. But they edited that person in there to to look like this. It's uh, it was just it was beautiful. There's there's like a um, documentaries just just built on. Like how to edit just like this, a Scott program uh edit with this, how to yeah. Scott program edit with that. Like, yo, twenty twelve when that fucking movie dropped, there were so many edits on how to edit so you can have like uh text uh, that that uh that bl- that blow up when uh you, you get excited and shit. I'm like, man, I'm like bro, it was like millions of them. Millions of them. And I was just like, damn, this shit is cool. I do it, I'm like, eh, it doesn't look the same, but Hey, I know how to do it, so let me see if I could do it some more. And it, it was it it was like an it was a great time to be into uh be into cinema. Yeah. I remember taking like um editing classes in school and like learning like, oh, you know, the the real purpose of editing is to just assist you with telling the story. But with Scott Pilgrim, they use the editing to help tell the jokes. Yeah. Like a lot of the comedy came from the editing as well. Mm-hmm. With the fast transitions and, like, there's times where, like, a character's saying a line and you don't even realize that his background, he's in a completely different area. Like, the background changes so fast and it's a, it's a brand new scene, but it happens so fast that you, it's like, it was great. I, I, I'm, I'm really excited for the show. I think Netflix is starting to come back, man. 
Remember there was a time when we were like worried about it? Yeah. Yeah, there was a time that we were worried about it. They are coming back. They're they're investing a lot of money into their uh into uh the creators to develop. And speaking of one of the creators, um Guillermo del Toro is in talks to do the Frankenstein miniseries for Netflix. And he has been we, we were talking about this off uh, camera that he has been wanting to do this Frankenstein uh miniseries for f- for many years. He has uh he did an interview with uh um Variety when he was talking about like, oh, this is when uh he came out with Hellboy Two and said that yeah, I really wanted to work on uh Marie Shelley's Frankenstein. But it's gonna be like an adventure tale when as whereas it's kind of like uh the Marie Shelley book but it's it just has the same characters but a different element and a different element from other people might be a little sketchy but when it comes from Guillermo del Toro it is exciting it's an exciting thing and I just want to know what kind of feel it's going to have you know I Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is actually one of my favorite books of all time I read that when I was in high school and I fell in love with it um I really hope that he dives in more into the story of the doctor more than the monster. Cause a, a lot of times when you watch these Frankenstein movies, they dive more into the monster than the doctor. But if you read the book, the first half of the book is, you know, basically the, the, the book starts with Dr. Frankenstein on a boat looking for the monster. And then he starts telling the story. You find out at the end that the, Monster was actually on the boat the entire time, <laughs> literally in the same room as him, like hiding in the shadows, listening to the story. And then he comes out. The first half of the story is Frankenstein in college obsessing with the thought of bringing someone back to life. And he starts going crazy until he actually does it. And then when he does it, he realizes, oh, no, I created a monster. And then the second half is him obsessed with capturing the monster. So it's like. You just see this dive of like him going insane throughout the whole story, and if if Guillermo del Toro can focus a little bit on that, I think it'll be a really great series because it's it's a tragic story for the monster, but it's also a tragic story for the man who created the monster too. Like mm. to see him going crazy as time passes, like, and then he finally creates something, and it's like he's not proud of what he created, and now he's like, "Fuck, I regret getting obsessed over this in the first place." That I think that would be cool, and if they make the, I mean, it's Guillermo del Toro, so obviously he's gonna make it look. Hopefully, he makes grotesque. it look gothic and grotesque, and yeah. I'm thinking that uh, what's gonna happen is maybe because it's supposed to be an adventure thing. I'm thinking that the monster. This is my pitch to Guillermo. The monster is gonna be an intelligent monster who's going. It's not gonna be Danny DeVito. No. I was about to say that. I was about not gonna to be say Danny that. DeVito, even though I would like that. But I think the monster should be able to make other monsters. Because Guillermo del Toro, that's where he shines. Mm. I need to see other monsters that look more grotesque, like as as like the the stage builds. Because I, I, I I'm always t- uh, taken back by that one moment in Hellboy where uh, he's fighting on the train and the monster uh, transforms while he's fighting Hellboy into like a bigger batter beast which that only happens in fucking video games that doesn't happen in like uh uh movies uh, that you typically see like you see like oh shit i'm just gonna transform to a big a bigger version of myself so then uh i can be more uh 
indestructible. That only happens in video games, but that shit happened in uh, like in uh, live action in Hellboy, and I would really like to see like if Frankenstein monster ends up making other monsters so he can make the world more like him rather than trying to adapt to the world. I would really like to see something like that. It'll be pretty cool, and it's supposed to be an adventure thing. So last time when you had said about the whole Danny DeVito thing, we had casted the Frankenstein cast as if it was going to be a comedy. Yeah. But if it, but since this is a Guillermo del Toro action reiteration movie, um, it's going to be action adventure. So how would you recast it this time? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, as Frankenstein. We scientist. said not a comedy, though. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Remember, as and we, the we also want this franchise to be successful. Okay. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Kevin Hart as a scientist. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin I'm Hart saying, as a scientist. Dwayne Johnson is now known for ruining franchises, bro. He's, Ooh, he's known for fucking right, taking that shit right, right, right. down to the ground. You know what? Batista as the monster, who, who we already said before. He would be pretty cool. One of you, one of you guys already said. I'm still, yeah. I still want Danny DeVito to be the monster. But you guys, Dave Batista, because he got the fucking range to be the monster. Um, as a scientist, <sighs> damn, who could be the scientist? You know what? I'm gonna do a gender swap. Uh, forgot her name. What, what's her name? Damn, and it, it'll be actually yeah, like a like a woman giving birth and. Man, that's like yeah, a gender swap. So as a scientist, literally creating life. I want Tilda Swinton, Sweden, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. As uh, the scientist, and as Igor, um, who can be Igor? Uh, Jesus Christ, I'm trying to think of somebody who can like who can really bring a performance. Shit, no. I was going to say the guy who plays uh, Professor X in uh, First Class, but he already has done a Frankenstein movie. Yeah. Oh, you know what? How about that uh, Timothy Delafonto? Delafonte? Dela, Dela Cat? Delegato? Who? Timothy Delafont? What the fuck is this guy? Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> oh, okay. Timothy Chalamet. Get him to be what you call it, the uh, Igor. Igor, and for uh, the bride of Frankenstein, or who's going to be the groom of Frankenstein. You know what? No, why do I need to do a gender swap on there? It could be uh, a woman. Frankenstein is a woman who's into women. That's fine. Uh, That's fine with me. See how you see? Look at this awkward silence right here. Man. Wait, so you would do a gender swap like the bride would be a husband? Yeah, I was thinking like that, but I'm like, nah, I mean, Frankenstein can be into women. But Tilda Swimmer has been, she's been doing a lot of like, I'm a woman who's into women movies lately, so I want to throw her off a little bit. Wait, so she then, got nominated for a movie that wait, she Wait, so then who women. would be the bride? It's, it's not going to be a bride, it's going to be a groom. So who would be the groom? John Cena. <laughs> nah, I w- you know what? I was thinking, uh, shit. Damn, there's, there's no guy who I'm thinking about. You know, I was thinking about women. I'm like, uh, maybe Zendaya for the, just to bring her for the, Bro, just just for the, for the fans. Dave Batista would demolish. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? 
That and tiny who, person. Then whom? Then whom, Doug? Like, there's nobody in the world that you can bring in who's going to be like, who's going to stand with Dave Batista. This guy is, I don't know, he's like 6'4", and this guy is like 300 uh, pounds of just solid fucking muscle. There's no woman who's going to be able to, which which plays in the whole thing of like, because he wants her, but she doesn't want him. It play, It plays into that whole thing. Yeah. Well, she realizes, like in the in this in the book, she comes to life, and when she sees herself, she's so horrified, and she ends up killing herself. But and why does she like, remember who she was, but he doesn't? It's not, I don't think she remembers who she was. She just looks at herself in the mirror and sees how disfigured she is, and she's just like, "What the fuck?" Like, it's, it's just to be honest, she ain't looked that bad in the movies. Well, in the black and white <laughs> version, but in the yeah, book, she ain't look bad. In the book, though, she's not described like that. She's described as like she's got like hair falling out. She's got like patches. She's like all scarred up. She sees like the stitches on her face and shit. And you see, if modern like, day, if, she if, has stitches. It's like fine. if you look at the 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 version um, with Robert De Niro playing Frankenstein, mm-hmm. yo, the bride is hideous. Like they they really didn't make her look. When she sees herself, she's like, what the... F-? Like, she's so confused as to what the hell's going on that she immediately kills herself. Yo, the craziest... Uh, the craziest movie I've ever seen, like, uh, somebody actually, like, committed a suicide in. Have you ever seen uh, The Three Musketeers? I think it was a Disney movie. Yeah. And they were on a cliff, and the woman just, like, jumped off the cliff. Have you ever seen that shit? I remember seeing that shit when I was looking. I haven't watched that movie in so long. It's a Three Musketeers movie, and it was one scene where they—I I, don't—I remember it quite vaguely, but I just remember the woman. She was talking to either the musketeer or somebody, and then rather than being with that person, she just—and they show a wide shot of just like a, a person in a white dress just fall like swan dive off of a cliff. Are you sure it was the Three Musketeers? I hope. I hope it was because I just remember watching that and being like, "Well, that is a rough way to go." I I think I remember a scene like that, but I don't think I I, I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't know if that's the Three Musketeers. Was it not? What movie? But was but that? it's a movie that takes place in yeah. that that era. Um, damn, I gotta look it up because yeah, I actually. With the way you just described it, I'm like, yeah, I remember seeing that in a movie. But I don't think it was The Three Musketeers. It must have been another movie. Yeah, she, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was The Bride in the... <laughs> and that's the thing is that he... he used, Dr. Frankenstein used his, his dead wife. So that's that she was married to Dr. Frankenstein. That was actually, I think, like his cousin. Oh, yeah, when you told me that shit, uh, it got a uh, like, or or stepsister or something like that or like orphan, but it was weird. Um, if I if I had to cast the doctor, I would do the the dude from the Hannibal TV show, uh, Mads. Nice, Mads Nichols. Yeah, because he's he's European in real life. Frankenstein was like Eastern European. Um, I could just see him being like a really creepy doctor. Real, what you call it, demented. Yeah, and self-loathing. But I like the Timothy Chalamet as a uh, as Igor. Um, recently, CinemaCon 
took place in is it in Vegas or in California that they do CinemaCon mm. and like they re- they unveil like all these new trailers before it goes out to the public and they they released the trailer for the new Willy Wonka movie and a lot of people said that it looks really good like he's him a, as a like he's, he's in high school he, and stuff right he's not in high school but like he's a, he's a younger uh Willy Wonka who's like you know, he's like building the factory, like he's bringing it to life or whatever. But he's got people that are like working against him that, that are trying to like sabotage him or whatever. Is it whimsical? Is this movie? Only- I think I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but I think this may be like the Gene Wilder version, like the like he's a young Gene Wilder. So like that Willy Wonka. I just want to know if it's going to be fun or is it going to be like one of these like it's going to be like Christopher Nolan's Batman. Where it's like gritty, yeah, and, you know what I mean. I don't know. I got to see the trailer. Like, I can't wait for the trailer to come out. I'm like, yo, I'm good. I, when we were watching the Batman movie, I told him, yo, I'm good, bro. I get it. Christopher Nolan did the bad, you know, he did this Batman that's more realistic and shit like that. But yo, can we get whimsical though? Can we get a little bit of magic? I want a little bit of light colors, man. Can we? I want to have fun when I'm watching. I want to see some pastels, man. man. Yeah, dude. Because, <laughs> dude. Like if if I see this trailer and it looks like oh this should look like it can happen in our world, I'm always like man fuck that because that yeah. Willy Wonka movie with Gene Wilder that that doesn't look like it can happen in our world that 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 does not look the the whole factory the whole the 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 infinite gum uh, gum drops or whatever those shit's called <laughs> all that stuff like nah there's no fucking way that that shit can happen in our fucking world that's why I'm like damn but if it's if it has that kind of magic to it I'm on board but if it's going to be like a realistic look on it I'm like, like it takes place in the Bronx <laughs> Yeah dude it's like nah man I'm good on that I'm good on it There's a lot of things that I'm good on like corporate uh, heroes movies I'm I'm good on that shit either too uh fucking Nike Oh that, no. that that air movie Yeah I'm not watching that uh what else? uh the Blackberry I'm good on that thank you uh Steve Jobs movie uh, no, I'm good on that. If they make one for Microsoft, I'm <laughs> definitely good on it. Tetris. All these fucking corporate hero movies, you can, no. Take your money, cash that shit out, and leave, because, nah. I do want to watch the Tetris movie. I, I'm, I'm thinking about signing up to Apple Plus just so that I could watch it, because I didn't realize, you like. You got T-Mobile, right? Yeah. T-Mobile, you get Apple Plus for free um, uh, a year. Oh, shit. Yeah, I got to look into that because <laughs> I didn't – I thought it was like, okay, so the guy who invented Tetris. But then I, I started watching all these TikToks. Apparently, this guy had to, like, deal with the Russian mafia just to get this game made because, like, they owned the rights. But they didn't want to sell the rights. But they did. But, like, the mafia got involved and all this. And he had to, like, sneak his way into Russia because at that time, like, this was during the Soviet Union. Like, you can't just be an American and just stroll into the fucking – into into the Soviet well, Union, like, hey, like I'm trying to make it, you know. <laughs> so like there was a there was a lot of shit that that could have cost his life just to get this game distributed worldwide and shit. So I, I am interested in seeing that. But yeah, there was a lot of good stuff at CinemaCon. They showed that. They showed um, the I think it was like footage from Oppenheimer. Like Christopher Nolan actually came out and presented the footage. I got to see how we could get tickets to that. Cause that those, those cinema cons always seem like really 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 fun. Oh yeah, the, all the all these TikTokers that have blown up for like rating movies and shit, they all went. They were all there. Got to be a TikToker. 
What I think is funny, bro, is that you're doing dances that are even outdated. Yeah, that's not even like the. That's the funny in it. That's the funny, bro. It's it's like, it's like a dad joke within a dad joke. I didn't do the 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 new dances. I do the the dances that were like, shit. That was that was pre COVID. Pre-COVID dances. That's the shit that's funny about it. It's like, oh, look at you TikTokers. You over there doing your, uh, uh, what's that shit called? I don't even think the dab was LSD even on challenge? TikTok. LSD challenge? Not the LSD challenge. What's the one with the dunk water? Oh, my God. The LSD. It's, it's funny <laughs> because it's outdated. But you make it's like I'm making fun of you, but you're also making fun of me. Everybody gets fun. Everybody's having fun in the whole thing. That's the, that's the circle of comedy. What was that? It was not the LSD challenge. LSU? Uh, LSD is a drug. Well, no, it, it wasn't. It should be an LSD challenge. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. What else we got? Um, oh, they're, you know, the I think Disney finally struck a deal with uh, Sony, and they're going to be showing the Spider-Man movies on it's Disney+. Already on it's, on, oh, it's already on there. It's already on there. That's exactly what I'm going to do when I get home. Yeah, man. I, I saw it uh, uh, last week. Uh, last week on Friday. I was on uh, Disney Plus that should see what what was on, and then I saw all the Sam Raimi movies and uh, the one with uh, the one that came out in like early 2010s. They were all on there, so I was like, "Oh shit, okay." And they also released um, the Star Wars movies are on there too. The Star Wars movies have always been on there. The originals, yeah. Oh shit. Well, it was on my front for some reason. It was on like on my feature page, so I thought it was brand new. No, no, no. Okay, and on top of that, they uh, for the anniversary of the uh, the Return of the Jedi, they released that in theaters like last week, and they're going to release um, Star Wars: A New Hope this week since mm. it's going to be May the fourth. Actually, it should be released by the time you guys are listening to this podcast. It should be released on Thursday. I saw, I, I watched the original trilogy um, a couple weeks ago. Return of the Jedi, I didn't realize how short that movie is. That movie gets to the point Quick. the fastest out of any Star Wars movie. Like the movie starts, uh, Luke Skywalker shows up at Jabba's, uh, Jabba's palace to get Han Solo. And their <laughs> next scene, they're, they're fighting the Death Star. I was like, damn, dude, there's really no in between. <laughs> Holy shit. Like... After the whole Jabba's Palace, he goes back to Yoda, but Yoda dies. And then he's like, all right, I guess there's nothing he else for me to do. He dies in the most comfortable way I've ever seen somebody die before. Because he, like he went to sleep a little bit. He went to sleep, and then he fades away. He fades away. There's no, there's no, oh, dead body smell. No, nah, man. It's... He smacks his lip when he's about to, he tucks <laughs> in, bro. I remember that shit, watching that shit as a little kid. I'm like, I'm like man. He says he's just gonna go to sleep, and then he disappeared, and he died. I'm like, wow. I'm like, that is the most comfortable way I've ever seen somebody die before. It's you, like, want, you wish you did that every time you went to sleep. Just yeah, like, mm, and you just away. fade away, and then you just come back <laughs> fresh. Because it's like, damn, bro, you went to sleep. That was a good sleep, huh? That was a good sleep. When you come back as a ghost, and you're unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. That shit, that, that that shit always fucking gets me. Um, 
Yeah, what what else? Indiana Jones trailer dropped. Um, is it a new trailer or the one? It's, it's the new one that dropped like uh, two weeks ago. So it's a it's the latest one. It's just a extended version. Uh, they show you more action. Um, Harrison Ford on a horseback, which is pretty cool. That's always cool. Um, found out um, that they might be using some of that uh, CGI magic to show some flashbacks uh, of Harrison Ford, which I'm really looking forward to. I want to see some of that stuff. Um, this was this is the they 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 released this when they did their um, uh, Lucas. They they did they did their own like version of CinemaCon like. Oh, uh, what, was it during Star Wars Celebration? Yeah, yeah. Star Wars Celebration. They they did they showed uh, they showed that movie. They showed the Ahsoka trailer, which I saw recently, and um, I'm looking forward to it. Yo, the people that go to Star Wars Celebration, mm. the cosplay is on point. Oh, I man. was I was watching TikToks of Star Wars Celebration, and there was a dude that showed up. Dressed as I forgot his name, the bounty hunter that was in the book of Boba Fett from the cartoon show that has like those things coming out of his cheek, and he and yeah. he has a cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. Yo, spot on! Like the Dude. makeup was so good. I thought it was the actual guy from the show. Like, bro, the way that they cosplay is like they cosplay like as is, it's a, a fucking defense mechanism. Like somebody's going to question you on everything that you, you fucking got, bro. Like, it, it's not for, it's like, it's not even for the heart of it. It's just for defense. Like, you, you walk down the street and says, what are you, that's not, that's not a, uh, which, that's not comic book accurate. They, they, it's like, you know, actually it was, this is, this is comic book accurate. This is a issue 13. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And in the back issue, this is what the guy was wearing. They, they, bro, it's like, it's so fucking precise that an average person like me, I'll just be like, yo, that shit looks fucking dope as fuck. I like it, and they'll say thank you. But and then it's they like start describing everything. You're like, no, 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 no I don't need I, it. I don't need it. Yeah. I don't need that. I don't need that. You can keep that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is fucking. It, it's it's really good. When 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 you come and the thing is, it's like we come across a lot of like well put together, well manufactured like fucking cosplayers. Since uh, like we're in this, uh, we're pseudo into this uh, community and shit, and it is like. We're we're so oversaturated with it. When we see a bad cosplay, it like it fucking stands out. <laughs> it fucking stands out for real. Like when we see somebody who's just like, oh shit, they got that from Amazon. It's just a bodysuit. It's like yeah, like no, nah, that, that's pretty cool. That, that's that, that's pretty dope. But have you not seen this person right here? They made their own. They made this shit. I say, yeah, it's like eight hundred bucks, but yo. This shit is fantastic. And on top of that, it's bendable and flexible and shit. They put this shit in front of cameras. They shoot with it. It's amazing. And, like, it's... People who haven't gone to Cos, uh, Cos, uh, CosCons or any kind of festival and stuff, you guys should most definitely go and just just praise the, the people who put time and effort into their cosplay uh, because it, it's, it's amazing. Just... Give them some support because they need it. They 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 want those. Uh, yo, this shit is dope. Can I take a picture? Let me post that on on uh, social media and tagging. They need that stuff. It's, it's their fucking bread and butter for the for 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 lack of anything. But yeah, man, that that shit is uh, 
fucking crazy. And the, and to be honest, people who who who, who cosplay as Ray. Any anybody who who cosplay as just like a person who's not wearing a mask or any suit like that, I think that those things are just like, oh, this is like first base. Cause you don't even gotta try. Damn. You're just wearing you're just wearing just the the clothes. Ray look like she's just wearing curtains for the most part. <laughs> Wait, Luke is that too. is that really the most basic? Would that be the Luke most basic? Too. Luke, um, he, he has like a Luke is wearing like a three piece suit with a glove in one hand. Because that's where the that's where the my papa chopped off my arm here. <laughs> He's disability. <laughs> He's disabled. With that, or what about what about the emperor? You're just wearing a, a grim reaper uh, cloak, and then yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, basic. But you know you, you're uh, a star you're a star character in the franchise. But those are like basic outfits. Now you're dressing like the drone or. Like if you're Luke Skywalker or you're Ray and you have like BB-8 or R2-D2, you just went up a notch. You just went up a fucking notch because I'm like, yeah, this is you put some work in. I don't want to judge these contests, but you know, I'm a human being, so I judge. Everybody judges and like, oh, okay, you Ray, I got you. I you even got to tell me who you are. You Ray, this is a shower curtain that you got on. Beautiful, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I see how you got it. It's bro, because Ray's outfit is just like it, it looks like it's too. Things that goes all the way down yeah. with pants on, and then you just put a little belt around, and then you're 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 squared, you're good to go. Luke Skywalker is wearing like a shirt that he looks like he got from Banana Republic, and some some pants that looks like they kind of baggy. But what's what's more basic, that like a Luke Skywalker or Ray or one of the guys from Star Trek? Because that's just a long sleeve shirt with a logo. That's it. Star Trek is yeah. That and, is a long sleeve. That's a long sleeve shirt with like with yoga some, pants with some dress slacks. <laughs> yoga pants if you're going from the seventies, but the dress slacks if you're uh, if you're like in the, if you're trying to do the J.J. Abrams uh, Star Trek with some um, I don't know, some Perry Ellis shoes maybe. <laughs> some Perry. I don't know. If people still wear Perry Ellis's, but yeah, you can't wear Tim's with some Star Trek uh, sh- uh, clothes. But yeah. And that's all you need. And you gotta have like a, what do they call them shits, a high and tight. You gotta you gotta be fresh, like a military hairdo. And you gotta put your hand behind your back at all times. And with some, oh, you gotta have the funky ears because. Uh, well, that's if you're doing Spock. If but if you but if you're doing any other guy, you're just man, no, just <laughs> just a regular dude. Like hey, I'm just put on the shirt. I'm just out and about. Like I'm trying to think the the, the way that I'm trying to think about it is like the comfortability level. And how 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 likely are you to be able to go to a function afterwards and have like a drink with no problem, with no change? Now, if you're dressed up in like a mech suit, no. You have to go, you have to go to your hotel room, you gotta go places, you gotta change, and then you can go drink. You you, you dressed as uh Princess Leia. Well, I mean you got the muffins on and stuff like that, but you can still go get some drink. Uh Luke, you could do that. Uh, Han Solo, you could do that. I think Han Solo is the most like social friendly. You know why? You're wearing a jacket. Yeah. You know why? <laughs> it's funny because uh, there was that time that we were in uh, college, and I made fun of Derek because he was wearing a vest, and I called him Han Solo the whole fucking night because he was dressed like Han Solo and didn't even fucking know it. How do you not know that you're dressed like Han Solo when you have a black vest on with a white shirt? That's a dead giveaway. <laughs> 
And even in the picture, I'm like, yo, bro, you're Han Solo, man. So you're cosplaying before it was even cool. So, yeah, you can go. But any other costume, I'm trying to think of, like, big-ass costumes or that you wore. Like the guy that you said who had the tubes on? Most definitely he's not. He's like, I got to go take all this stuff off. I'll be back in, like, two hours. <laughs> That's because he has to put it away and all that other like shit. If you're Chewbacca, you can't do no, it. No, you can't. You most definitely can't. You're going to need somebody to help you get to your fucking uh, hotel room. Or to and, your if, and if you take off the mask, but you're still in the, the, the outfit, that's like blasphemy. Yeah. That's, it's like sacrilegious. You don't do that. And you're going to be fucking hot yeah. <laughs> with your black eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like fucking uh, the dude from Batman. What's the guy's name? What's the, what's the character? Oh, the, the actor who played uh, Batman in uh, the Batman movie that we just saw. Oh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> Damn it, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson with his uh, his emo Batman. That shit is funny. You you know it's amazing that uh, that's the first Batman that I saw. That he has the black. They can't. He I kept actually like that. I thought that I, I thought that was cool that they did that. Because one thing that always bothered me in uh, Tim Burton's Batman Returns. Uh, Batman confronts Catwoman at the end of the movie and then he takes off his mask and he no longer has the black circles. And I was like, bro, did they not did they not notice that continuity error? Like, he has the black eyes, he goes like this, and then it cuts to a different take and he has nothing. And I'm like, man, you guys suck. Like, how did you not notice that? Like, you think, you think we weren't going to notice that? That we were dumb enough not to notice that? If you were... A mark in marketing for Maybelline or one of these makeup companies. Would you want to get Robert Patterson to do a marketing campaign of just wearing that black stuff? Would you not? I would. Yeah. That I don't would, think why they did. That, that would become a huge. Uh, I think that that would go viral. Why didn't they? Because they're not. Bro, I would have most you definitely done it because you weren't on their team. I would have definitely went after him. I'm like, yo. Say, yo, oh, you need some uh, some black makeup for your like for your eyes and stuff like that. Oh, here's a here's our dark shade of uh, black. It, it it'll, it'll bring out your fucking eyes, kind of shit. And then he'll have that on set. You just say, yo, all we just need you. We'll just put you on the fucking billboard with using our shit, and you're perfectly fine. Maybe he's born with it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe his parents died. <laughs> <laughs> That's the campaign. <laughs> Maybe he's born with it. Maybe his parents died. Maybe his parents got shot in the alley. Yeah. You go, to, you, you go to Sephora and all the employees have black circles in their eyes. <laughs> Playing that fucking, uh, uh, what you call, something <laughs> in the- <laughs> Oh, my God, man. Kurt Cobain. I wonder if he would have uh, approved of uh, Batman using his song. Could you imagine, though, t- going back in time and telling him, hey, by the way, one of your biggest songs is going to be on the soundtrack of a Batman movie? And he would have been like, what? Talking about Tim Burton's? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about, you mean my song is in a movie like Prince? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. I totally forgot about that. I forgot yeah, that Prince bro. was, uh, he, but, he, but Prince, he, he's a nerd. He was a nerd. He he liked the uh, like uh, Batman and comic books and stuff like that. Did you ever see the music video, the Prince music video for the for the movie? And he's like dressed in like Joker. I saw the. No, no, I've never seen that. 
I think I was just thinking about the Joker dancing at a in the for Batman like, movie. For the actual music video, he is wearing Joker makeup. He's got background dancers all dressed. It's the corniest thing. Like I think Kurt Cobain would have had a heart attack. He would have been like, "No, that's not that. That wasn't the goal of me making this music." Hold on, dude. My bad. That's not this song. Just put like Prince Batman soundtrack or something. And it's actually the, the music video is for the song when Joker, yeah, when he's at the museum. The funkiest something that. you ever seen. And it's really fucking funny. But I got a question. Is it corny for now or is it corny for back then? I think even back then, just Prince wearing Joker makeup, I think is already corny with background dancers. <coughs> he didn't stick his tongue out like that. Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> When's the last time you saw this Batman movie? Like, look at that. This is good. I like this. It's Prince. This is not the song I remember. No, fast forward it, you're gonna hear it. It's long. I just like the sound of it. Well, I'll tell you, Syl did a great job. <laughs> I think Seal saw that and was like, I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'll, I'll give you a fucking hit that's going to win yeah. Grammys. I am not, I'm not, I'm not knocking Prince at all. But what, what Seal did to uh, a theme song for a movie compared to what Prince just did right now, leaps and fucking bounds. Yeah. Like I can, <laughs> like if I have the Seal song on one of my uh, playlists, and if it comes on, there's a, there's a likelihood that I might sing to it. Oh yeah, no, there's a guarantee I'm yeah. gonna fucking sing to you, it. You, you know what's crazy? It's probably one of the best soundtrack like songs made for a movie, but it's also one of the best songs ever. Like for singing competitions, that's usually like a bar, like yeah. that's a standard. Yeah, like oh you're you're you want to audition for America's uh, American Idol, you have to sing this song. Yeah. Yeah. That's how good it That's is. That's why I'm like, but this song right here, no. And Smashing Pumpkins. Dude, that might be one of the best soundtracks of all time. That Batman Forever soundtrack. Not only did Seal make a great song, Smashing Pumpkins made an amazing fucking song. So fucking good that they used the song for the first trailer of Watchmen. Like when the move when the movie came out, they used that song from Batman Forever for the That's Watchmen trailer. Thank you. <laughs> I think it's called like the end is the beginning and the beginning is the end or something like that. 
but it's like a Let's it's see. like a creepy song. I'm trying to look for the Batman soundtrack. Uh, Batman Forever soundtrack. Smash it up by Offsprings. The Riddler, Method Man. Tell me now by uh, Maisie Star. One time too many. PJ Harvey. Why don't he stop at that? We are you now. Brandy was on that fucking thing. <laughs> what the fuck? Smash. Oh no, where's the Smashing Pumpkins at? Or type in Batman Forever Smashing Pumpkins. It'll probably come up. I think I can play this. Song. It's probably on the. Okay, Smashing. Pumpkins, Batman. Oh, the beginning is the end. Yeah. Wait, hold up. That I didn't even finish the title. The beginning is the end. Is the beginning. And when when Watchmen first came out, the teaser trailer had this song, and it was so good. It went with it so perfectly. Oh, this is for Batman and Robin. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. I don't think I've ever heard this song before. I have. So what was great about the Watchmen trailer was that this song is playing. Mm. But Rorschach is talking and he's doing one of his monologues and it's so fucking perfect because he says he says like really slowly and the crowd will look up at me and yell for help and I'll just whisper back no like and I remember hearing that line and I was like damn bro Zack Snyder Zaggy boy I saw that. I was like, "Damn, bro, what the fuck is this?" I didn't know what Watchmen was when I when the yeah, trailer oh no. came out. Yeah, me neither. I didn't. Ne- I never knew what Watchmen was until this trailer came out. And I understand, like, um, like th- this happens in all mediums. Because you know why? I-, I realize this happens a lot, especially when it comes from books to cinema. Yeah. But uh, I'm like this when it came to uh, video games to cinema. What Last of Us. When uh, I started watching it, uh, I started playing the game, and now since people are watching the actual TV show, I realized that there's a lot of like people have these weird takes that it's like, nah, that's not what's gonna happen. But I'm not like these people who are like gatekeepers, like, nah, get out of here. I'm like, no, no, I want to hear your take because there's nothing better than watching people who have never uh, uh, experienced. Uh, which would like what you've been through after playing the video game, watching them see what's gonna happen, and it's like, yeah, bro, that shit hurt, huh? Even though in that uh, the Washington and, and uh, the Last of Us TV show, that one that uh, that one episode that had Ron Swanson in it, that that wasn't in the video game, but it was in the video game because it was just like it was one line in the video game that they turned into an episode, and it was like. That that is something that you submit to the Emmys if you want to fucking win, like an Emmy. That that episode alone is like one of the 
the greatest episodes in uh, Last of Us. I don't know how they're going to repeat that for next season, but yeah, like I can, yeah, the the Watchmen. I was definitely like, oh shit, let me let me see what the hell this is about. And the show, the movie, lived up to it. It lived up to the actual uh, to my expectations for the trailer. Yo, back then, man, when I used to watch trailers, I don't think I used to be as disappointed in watching the movie as I was now. Were you? No, no, I was definitely, I, I would, I definitely got more excited. But at the same time, like now, what we're seeing now is sequels, sequels, reboots. I didn't see anything like Watchmen back in the day. I was like, that, that was like, for me, the first of its kind. Maybe, maybe James Gunn's gonna change things because his his uh his rollout of what he has coming, what he has slated for DC, they're all things that I've never seen before. Yeah. Uh, Batman: Brave and the Bold, I am really looking forward to that. But um, the whole thing about Elseworld and like main continuity stuff, I I'm looking forward to that. Uh, he said he has another Suicide Squad coming out. He has another thing that's supposed to be like Suicide Squad about like. Uh, the Dark Alliance and stuff like that. I'm looking forward to all that stuff that he has coming out. And um, there we, I say it that uh, I'm thinking that most likely I'm I'm thinking that um, DC might take the mantle over Marvel. I think I, I think so too. I think there's a possibility, but starting after um, Blue Beetle because I saw that trailer and nah, bro, I'm not on board. <laughs> okay, so everything that's uh, that's going to be touched by James Gunn. Is yeah. what you're saying because all yeah. the movies that we're getting now, this is pre-James. Yeah, yeah. I think start like once James hits the ground running, I'm in. Let's 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 have a talk before we leave about this fucking guy Ezra Miller and his Fantastic Five. Oh, <laughs> uh, my, my bad. His fast, his fast movie, uh, The Flash. Now, the trailer dropped for it, mm-hmm. and. Nobody, I to be honest, I haven't heard any anything really like extremely positive about the trailer dropping. People say that yeah, the new Flash movie came out, it looks all right. I might tell, I may take a look at it. I'm not watching it because of who Ezra Miller is is, and I've been getting a lot of that. But for the critic, the critics who are out there, they have been praising his performance and the movie. Because they got a, a private screening for it, but the, have at they, CinemaCon. Okay. So, what's your thoughts and what you're going to say? But they they've been praising his performance or just the movie overall. They have been praising his performance, and no, they have been praising the movie. But as a caveat, they throw praise towards his way. Okay. I did hear James Gunn said. This is going to be one of the best DC movies. Yeah. But he never said anything about Ezra, though. He didn't say anything about Ezra. And then my thing is, like, you mean from that old DC, that the whole Henry Cavill, Superman, Gal Gadot, like out of those movies? Because they set the bar pretty low. Um, they didn't, man. I, I'm going to watch the movie. I'm going to watch the movie um, either are way. You gonna, are you going to shout at the screen every time Ezra comes on the screen? I've never done that. I've never <laughs> are you going to spit? Bro, I don't even do that for Christopher Nolan movies, bro. Are you going to spit at the screen? Like, oh, Dude. I thought you meant scream as in like positive, like oh, no, oh, I'm going to cheer. Okay, no, you mean like, oh, get that guy off the screen. No, I'm Fuck not gonna, you. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Um, It's kind of like what that guy said. I think I saw a TikTok video. This guy was explaining. He's like, yo, everyone already got paid. So whether you see the movie or not, 
those actors still got paid no matter what. I know that's like a that that's not a good excuse to go see the movie, but it's like, do I support what Ezra Miller did? No, absolutely mm-hmm. not. And I do think that he should have suffered more consequences. The fact that they kept letting him out of jail the next day, like if nothing happened, it's like, <laughs> bro, bro, this guy broke the law five or six times and he literally assaulted people and put people in the hospital and he what, kidnapped at what point, people and he kidnapped people and he was grooming people and like what does he have to do for you guys to be like nah you know what like, we, we we gotta take this shit seriously like you guys should have taken it seriously since day one so I don't think people going to watch the movie I don't think you should really get mad at them maybe you should get mad at the people that just are not take, not putting him in jail. Yeah. How about that? No, the thing, the, the shit that gets me about that Ezra Miller stuff is that how people are so, like, situational with it. Yeah. Like, given that he's done all this other stuff, I have never seen so many people about, like, so much, like, well, he was putting in a situation. Like, it was like, it's just about the situation that he's in. Do not try to like talk about his character at all but when it came to um jonathan majors it was all about his character yeah and everything like it's like no it's not only situational it's about his whole character and who he is he lied to us he's not this person this is this is who he is as a person so now we have to get we got to take everything away from him and it's just it's it's, it's, it's it tells a fucking lot. It, it, it's to me, it felt kind of like how um, how Hollywood like like not 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 people's reaction, but Hollywood's reaction to Will Smith slapping uh, Chris Rock. Mm. Like how you see how elitist it was. Yeah. Like how everybody went to console Will Smith over Chris Rock. And then later on, that's when they they realized that the rest of the people didn't really fuck with the way that they they dealt with uh, Will Smith. They basically then they started to like go the other way. Yeah, they started to go the other way, saying, "Oh, we're gonna take away this from you. We're gonna take away that from you. We're gonna take away that from you." Even though people really didn't want Will Smith to lose that kind of shit, we just wanted him to be like, "Hey, man, you know you fucked up, right? Yeah. Say that you fucked up. It ain't gonna happen. You you don't have the history of doing this kind of shit." But you fucked up, and everybody around you was saying, like, hey, man, you're okay. And to me, that shit, it it, it just irks me because I feel the same thing about, like, Ezra. It's like the only people who are are basically saying that, yo, Ezra, you need to answer to your – for all this shit that you're doing are people who are, like, outside. Everybody who's around him and shit, they're like, hey, man, I mean, he just had this – you know, he just had this one moment. And they're constantly doing that shit. Bro, there was a week that he would, it seemed like he was just going on a fucking tirade. There, there were times where I would read like news headlines and I'm like, oh, this is the article from when he got in trouble. No, no, this is a new one. I told it's you like, that, bro. What? I remember when yeah. I gave you that article, you were like, oh, no, nah, man. This is, I'm like, no, dude, this shit just happened, bro. This just took place right now. He is out here ruining families' lives by punching them in the face. Bro, there was, there was bro. I was like, I just wish I could see this motherfucker in the streets and him trying to roll up on me, man. I don't know what kind of martial arts he knows, but these people who he's uh, who he's fighting, it's like he knows that they can't, they're not going to defend themselves because he's Ezra Miller or something like that, man. Punching people in the face, he hit like a a, a woman who was doing like karaoke, 
<laughs> in the face with the microphone. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Even though I get it, sometimes they had karaoke's on odd fucking nights. You're not ready for it. And you just want to get a drink. And then you just you hear somebody singing fucking uh, Kiss from a Rose by Seal. And you're not wanting that. They're fucking butchering that fucking classic song. And you want to hit them with the mic, but you don't do it. Because why? Because you're a human being in society. And Ezra Miller is going off of his... What's that shit that they say now? His intrusive thoughts. Do you think there's going to be like... um like protests outside of theaters when no. that movie comes out? Like, no. To be honest, I'll be shocked if I do see it. But if I do see it, I will commend those people for doing what they're doing as I'm watching. <laughs> as I'm going to watch that movie, bro. It's like, I'm like, I'm like yo, I agree with you people a hundred fucking percent. As you're eating popcorn and making the line to get Excuse in. me. Can I get two, uh, two uh, dots, please? <laughs> yeah, man, because um, I... I what they're saying is, it's it's a hundred percent. Like you can be wrong and right at the same time, and I know that because uh, I've done I've done that shit a lot of times. And is it wrong for what I'm doing? Yes. Am I right for it? Yes. Because it's America. I wish I had the America theme song queued up right now, or the Prince theme song, the funkiest. That's the song that I thought was gonna play, bro. The funkiest man. You ever seen? I think if you would have let it play a little bit longer, it would have gone to that. That was the whole. That was the whole uh, music video. Yikes! That was the Batman song for Prince. He has a song for the Joker too, because I think that song was about the Joker. That was the Batman song. Prince has a, a a Joker song. And is he dressed like Batman in that one? Joker song. Party Man. And he is dressed like the Joker in this one. Party man! Party man? <laughs> Look at him doing these long ass music videos like he was Michael Jackson. Oh. what Joker was dancing to. Like one of those, like, why not? 
I want a woman in the fish because you gotta you gotta listen to it in print in the prince voice because you know he got the deep fucking voice. I want a woman in the fish <laughs> tank right here, please. Like, bro, what uh, Dave Chappelle did for Prince's voice, that's really how he talks. Yeah. I did not know that, man. Before that, I did not know that that's the way he spoke it. That, that's how he fucking Yeah, I think spoke. when I was a kid, I always thought that he sounded the way he sang. Yeah. Like, yeah. But then it, it was like him and Michael Jackson were the total opposite. Because Michael Jackson sounded like a, a, a guy when he sang. But then when he talked, he sounded like a... Uh, I think Michael Jackson... Well, he had a deeper voice when he sang. Get out! Get out! That's, a, that's deep to you, bro. It's deeper than when he talk. When he talks, he talks like this. Oh, I think it was more aggressive. I don't know if it was okay. deeper. Okay, he he he. When he yeah. sang, he sang aggressive. But when he spoke, he was more lighthearted. And then Prince was when he sang. He sang. It was nothing but high notes. It man. was all high notes. But then I didn't know that when he spoke, he spoke like deep as fuck. <laughs> and I talk like this. This is me on a regular basis. Hi, I'm Prince. I didn't know that he he did that shit. So they were the fucking opposite, and it was it, it was baffling to me. That is that is fucking hilarious. Let, let's play this shit out. Uh, feature <laughs> Prince. <laughs> All right. So that's been our episode, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Uh, We're going to catch you next week. I've been Pat. And this is Kev. And we've been us. And y'all been y'all. Hope everybody had a ball. Catch you next week. Peace.